Welcome to the Untold Stories Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Brantley, and here on Untold Stories, I sit down with some of my favorite people that inspire me to do more. We aim to explore the process on their road to success, those ugly vulnerabilities and dark times that no one likes to talk about, yeah, those ones. The goal is that you take at least one thing away with you to help you stay motivated along your journey when the path forward isn't as clear. But before we hop into this conversation, a few things. My guests and I have gotten a ton of personal messages from you guys that the story shared has inspired and uplifted you in some way. Ultimately, that's the goal. However, one ask. If this conversation adds any value to your perspective, I need a solid. All I ask is that you share it with someone else. That could be social media, word of mouth, or through text. Each one, teach one. Second ask. If you've been with me this long, I assume you already subscribed, but if you're just tuning in, please hit that subscribe button via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and or SoundCloud. So, let's get into it. So, good people, uh, welcome to summer. It is officially hot outside in New York City. Uh, We are on the fifth episode of the Untold Stories podcast. Uh, This episode, we will dive deep into cryptocurrency, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, with me, I have uh, my co-star, Mr. Larry McGee. Uh, Larry McGee is a entrepreneur, a director, a producer. He's a showstopper within entertainment. Uh, he was a AD on Billions. Uh, he is now working on another show, so he actually makes movies in real life. Um, and I asked him to join me because... 2017 when the first cryptocurrency bull market happened i talked to him about it he got in Uh, he got in a little later than i would have wanted him to but he did like feel it he touched it he created some wallets he created some some login so he kind of knows something uh but he's not fully versed so i wanted him to come so he could challenge me to really break it down on a simplistic level. So Larry McGee, thank you for joining us today. No problem. Thank you for having me. Um, so like, help me help myself. Like, where do we, where do we start? Per usual, I always want to start from the very beginning because crypto isn't something that um, they, the vast majority truly understands yet. We um, are just truly understanding the stock market as far as our generation goes. And you know, people are getting into mutual funds and people are getting into indexes. And now, as soon as I thought we had that, we get introduced to crypto. <laughs> so if if we're just not getting that and that took us a while, I want you to, by the end of this episode, really try to help us understand the benefits of crypto and why we should be looking into crypto versus the stock market okay. or into your average day saving, putting your, mon- your money under a mattress, you know. Mm. Okay, I can do that. That's easy enough. Yeah. So I would, <clears throat> I guess let's start from the top. There's uh, there's these things called miners, which is basically separate computers that create Bitcoin. And each one of those miners solve problems and they have to agree that 
a transaction happen. So once they agree that a transaction happens, then it gets printed to the blockchain, basically. And a blockchain is really just a ledger. It's a long list of transactions that happen. Then let me pause you really quick. All right. Because throughout this, I hope to serve as the person who can dumb it down even further because okay. <laughs> um, I've done, I did some research on this and the way that I understood that is that literally, um, so you got Joe and Tim. Tim gives Joe some money and now that money is recorded on the ledger, what, what we're calling a ledger, which is a pretty much a receipt. Okay. So, all right, let's, let's go with that. Uh-huh. Uh, Joe gives Tim money, mm-hmm. or let's say let's say Joe goes to Costco. Yeah, Joe goes to Costco. He only has five dollars on his bank account on his in his bank account, but he goes and he buys a hundred and fifty dollars worth of stuff. It goes through. Five days later, he gets an overdraft notice. Yep, his account is in overdraft. He spent money that he didn't have. So outside of having a decentralized mechanism, Bitcoin also has a has a system to where you cannot spend something that you don't have. So when when to your scenario, if Jim sends Tim money, I think that's what you said, Jim mm-hmm. and Tim. If Jim sends Tim money, those uh, miners that I spoke about or those computers that have to agree, they all are working to make sure that Jim actually has the money. To give to Tim. And once that is solved, it's like a complex mathematical solution with code. So it's like, it is complex. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all the computers, separate computers, be like, all right, you know what? Jim does have that money. We've seen it in his account. We're going to send it to Tim. It then gets printed on the blockchain. Basically. So that's how you spend Bitcoin. That's how you spend cryptocurrency. Yes, that it gets validated. You, that's how by, it gets validated. It gets validated by multiple sources. Okay. Whereas typical U.S. dollar, you got the bank. Basically, the bank has a database that says, "Do you have it or do you not have it?" And sometimes you can spend it even if you don't have it, and then you get charged on the back end for it. I'm glad you touched on that because it actually makes me think about why why our normal um, bank system works and why it hasn't um, and why it has been working for so long. So we kind of talk about um, not being able to spend something you don't have in this ledger because the miners are keeping track of what you have. So you go to Costco if you got a hundred if you spend hundred and five, then Costco knows that you have that because the miners have agreed that you got hundred and five dollars. Exactly. It makes sense. Yep. But do you think that that's something that is on a larger scale? sustainable when so much of America and the rest of the world works on a barter system of zeros and ones of things we don't have. You get a small business loan to open up a business. That's money that you don't physically have. Just the same way when you buy a home, you're you're buying a loan. So <laughs> does crypto really, is it really something that can be so mainstream that it works in our everyday life when it doesn't have a mechanism in place to borrow upon? Crypto is very much so you got it or you don't. And because we can't borrow upon it, is it something that can truly be mainstream? To borrow upon it. 
What does that mean exactly? When you say to borrow upon it, what do you mean? I truly mean that with our normal U.S. dollar and how we have things set up now, um, we can, the bank agrees that, hey, you don't have this money. We're going to, and we know you don't have this money, but we're still going to give you this property with the hope that you will eventually have this money to pay us back later. Crypto doesn't work that way at all because you have your miners. No, it could. It could absolutely. It could absolutely happen. I mean, and and I want to know how because <laughs> with the miners having to agree upon what you physically have, then then I don't see any room for that to be like, okay, we give you this house because you may have X amount of dollars in currency. Okay, later. so let's 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 go back to the mortgage, mm-hmm. right? So let's say in twenty twenty one, Citibank says we now accept and or agree that. Uh, Bitcoin is a currency that we will take collateral on, mm-hmm. that we can use as collateral. So what is them to stop them from, Larry goes to the bank, Larry has five Bitcoins, which at today's price is $40,000. He wants to put down 20% on a home. He gives his five Bitcoin to the bank and they give him $800,000. What's nice. the difference? That's true, actually. So technically it's just another form of currency exactly it's just like a all the all the dollar is is a piece of paper that we deem to be valuable because the government tells us that it's valuable that's all it literally is you just kind of kill um, a lot of complexity (laughs) there with that's all it literally is like it's a piece of paper that they print and they we we deem it to be valuable because they tell us that it's valuable okay so So think of like venezuela yeah venezuela they're going through a global crisis and like their, their, their currency has uh, inflated. So it's deemed damn near worthless. Mm-hmm. And like people are like, <laughs> are like drawing murals with their currency. Think of like the U.S. dollar and they're like drawing mm-hmm. murals with it or putting it on trees because it's like basically useless. Yeah. And so, it's, I mean, bring it back full circle. Do I think that cryptocurrency and or blockchain could be used as the next currency global currency i don't know maybe not i don't know uh i would i would say though i would if i were to uh if i were to compare it to something i would compare it to we talked about this earlier i would compare it to the internet so not blockchain or not cryptocurrency specifically but blockchain so blockchain is the the technology that underpins it Blockchain to me is like the internet. No one knows what the internet is exactly. No one knows how the internet works for real. You want to ask a bunch of people about IP addresses and what connects to what to give you connectivity. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. All we know is we use it to do X, Y, and Z. So the way I see the adoption, if so, if adoption happens, is there are a lot of applications on the blockchain that you don't even really know that you're using the blockchain. It's just a thing that it's a technology that is built on, but you don't know. No one like yeah. the end user doesn't really care. <laughs> they don't. They don't really care about blockchain and miners and unless you're in it for a financial yeah. incentive. So basically it sounds like that cryptocurrency is for us by us. It's literally the FUBU of money. It's made um by your anybody, actually, because anybody can truly make a cryptocurrency. It is exactly that. Exactly. So that's what I'm finding out that anybody can make a cryptocurrency and it's up to a different 
different entities to accept it or not, like you mentioned with the bank. And I would and I would say that cryptocurrency is a very broad term mm-hmm. that covers a lot of different tokens. So let's say tokens. So within the cryptocurrency space, you have actual currencies, Bitcoin, Litecoin, you have Ethereum, which is a smart contracting platform. Think of like WordPress. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to build a website, you can build a bunch of stuff on it and plug and play and create stuff on top of it. But then you also have like real startups that are built by Larry McGee. Larry McGee says, I'm in the entertainment world and I see that there is a need for something, for X. He then creates a startup that is built on the blockchain and he creates a token as well. So the token can have some type of utilization uh, and that is technically a cryptocurrency. So a perfect example of that is like Patientory. We talked about Patientory is made I don't remember the founder's name, but she is a black woman in Atlanta. And it's Patientory is basically a startup to help uh, healthcare facilities manage their data. Yep. So a big issue within healthcare facilities is you go and get <clears throat> an x-ray on your teeth at one facility. And then they say, yo, you know what? I think you might need to get your molars taken out. We're going to send you to another facility those two facilities don't share those records, mm-hmm. right? So like they got to like print you out an x-ray or like put it on a DVD or a CD and then you got to take it over there and it's going to cost you to transfer it. Like why don't we own our own data? Yeah. Why is there not a place to where securely we can have our own data and it could be shared at your will? And so that's kind of like blockchain. Gotcha. So you and that falls under the cryptocurrency umbrella as exactly. well, but you just it's not really a currency exactly, but it falls under crypto. So yes. you gave an example of why it's so broad and it can be used in a million different areas. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. So so that's before we move on. That was a nice segue to say that anybody can create something that falls under the term crypto if you see a problem and you design a way to solve it through. Whether using blockchain, yes, or that is built on blockchain, that is built on blockchain, or current or actual creating currency, which is a thing, right? Which is built on blockchain, too. exactly. Okay, so it so, has to be built on blockchain. Gotcha. Basically, gotcha, gotcha. So what's what's next? So once you and obviously this is this episode is more so about the cryptocurrency side of things and investing, not necessarily blockchain, because that's a whole nother. Yeah, that's a whole nother beast. Yeah, that's, that's a whole nother beast. That's that a thing. You gotta like really dig your teeth in i've done a bunch of uh, e-courses and certifications that try to like really understand it's kind of like super technical um but from my standpoint <clears throat> i see cryptocurrency as so a few months ago you and i were both reading this book called black fortunes mm-hmm. right and within black fortunes they basically detail uh you know a hundred hundred years ago of how people of African descent made a bunch of money and became millionaires, even in the face of adversity and racism. Yep. Now, what was interesting to me about this book is, all right, the historic part is cool, but every instance, it was very much so like a specific opportunity. Like it was an opportunity that they had to take and then thinking like the gold rush, 
right? So it was one story in there where it was a gold rush and somebody like literally went over to San Francisco, became a lender, got rich off of that and like took advantage of the situation of the gold rush or uh, a bunch of people got sick with, I think it was like the measles or something. And instead of running, when it was everybody was leaving the town of Memphis, he bought the whole fucking city of Memphis. Yep. And then, and then yeah. when it came back, he's he a honcho. Yep. That's it. Right? And so for me, why I'm I'm super a crypto enthusiast is I think this is very similar to the internet boom or like the internet crash, the dot com crash, um, where there is very few sp- places even if you don't understand the complexity of it and the technology you just have a fundamental understanding there's very few places that you can make the amount of return in a short amount of time as you can in crypto so it's like you know what are your options you got so if you want to invest right so let's let's start there if you want to invest you got a little extra change what do you do you can say I'm going to put it in a savings account because my mama always told me to save. You're going to get like 0.008% on that. Boom. All right, cool. I get 2.2 with Alibank. Yeah. Okay. We're getting there though. We're getting there. Hold on. So that's that's step one, yep. right? Then you can say, then you can go into the retail bank and the retail banker going to be like, no, nah, you can put your money in a CD or something like that. Basically, you lock up your money for 35 months and they're going to give you 1.4%. Yep. So, you know, you put in $20,000. After 35 months, you got $100 or some shit like that, right? And nothing, nothing too crazy. Right. <clears throat> then you can say, you know what? I can put it in an online savings account like Alley or Goldman, and they're going to give me 2.2%. I'm lit. You know what I mean? All I got to do is put my money. I can right. transfer that. Boom, boom, boom. If I get an account, you know, with $20,000, what, 10% of $20,000 is $2,000? 1% of that is 200. So you got $400 a year. That ain't bad for nothing. For free. That ain't bad for nothing. Okay, so that's 2%. Then you could, you know, you can go up a little bit and be like, you know what? Nah, 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 nah. That's rookie. I'm going to put my money in a stock market. Because I've always heard from Warren Buffett and all these other people, you get 7% interest. Average, average, average. Even in the down years, yeah. You know what I mean? Over over thirty years, or whatever it is, seven percent. Okay, so we do the same math. Twenty k, ten percent, two thousand. Seven percent. I don't know what seventeen, sixteen hundred, somewhere around there in a year. That ain't bad. <laughs> that ain't bad. You know, if you grow your retirement account to a million dollars, 7% on that every year, ain't bad. But I'm speaking to millennials here, right? So a lot of us ain't even working with 20 bands. So <clears throat> seriously, so, you know, we're talking about 20 bands here. So we start, we stopped at 7%. Outside of that, what you got? You got real estate. You got to have capital to get in there. You could, you could say, nah, 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 but you could do wholesaling. Which is a type of investment strategy where, you know, you put up two thousand, four thousand in, in direct mail marketing, and then try to get an assignment fee on the back end. Now you can see like three percent, four. You can see and like three hundred percent, four hundred percent, five hundred percent. You can put two hundred, you can put two grand in and get out like twenty grand on that assignment fee. But you're right, it's labor intensive. It's labor. You, hey, I did that. I had I had printers, I had the mail, I had I, I wrote the letters by hand. Yep. Of like really 
you know, reaching out to absentee owners and divorcees and people that are going through financial trouble yep. to try to like get them to sell their crib. But that's a job. Mm-hmm. All right. So you can make bread there. But that is, you know, you in there. In a skill set. You a real estate professional. Yeah. It's a skill set too. Yeah. You a real estate professional. All right. Boom. What else you got after that? You can be a real estate flipper. That's, that's even, hey, we talking, you want to talk about risk. Hey, you can make 100, 100, 100 grand a flip, but you got to know what the fuck you're talking and about. You got to know, you got to know the contractors. <laughs> you got to know the how, you got to know the cost. You got to know yeah. all that. Like what else we got left? You got, that's you it. could be a drug dealer, that's which is, you know, legal. you risking. Yeah. That's it for, that's it. So real estate. When I'm talking about crypto, before we started the podcast, I said, oh man, what's that? What happened? Yeah. I got a Litecoin chart up on my joint. <clears throat> Real numbers here. So Litecoin in uh, in three months, August 2019, it is going to go through like a technical, I don't want to get too much into it, but it's going to, it's, it's basically the supply of Litecoin is going to decrease. So if we're talking about basic economics, supply and demand, mm-hmm. when the supply of something goes down, the demand goes up. So my thought is by looking through a bunch of research and charts and shit, it's like the price of Litecoin is going to go up in the next three months based on the supply going down in three months. So two weeks ago, I bought Litecoin at $80. Okay. I put, I don't know, Mm $5,000, $5,000, $7,000, let's call it $5,000. I put $5,000, round number, let's go $10,000. Okay. I put five, but let's, for for argument's sake, let's put, let's say 10. I put $10,000 in Litecoin, right, at $80. It is now $110, $111, when I just checked. So that's $13,750. $13,750 what? Yeah. Um. So thirteen thousand seven hundred fifty dollars that your one hundred twenty five shares are worth now, but you only paid ten thousand. Nah, 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 nah. So here's here's how you would break it down, right? So I pay. Oh yeah, you saying if I did ten uh, k? Yeah, if you did ten k. Yes. Yes. So yes, literally yes. within you said that happened in two weeks. Yes. So in two weeks you made three thousand seven hundred fifty dollars. Yeah. So an easy way to break that down is if it's at one hundred eleven now, I bought it at eighty. That's thirty one dollars or thirty one. Mm-hmm. 31 points, $31 that it went up, right? Yep. So you divide 31 by the $80 that I bought it. That is 39%. Mm-hmm. I made 39% in two weeks. Now, again, when we talk in historical numbers here, where else can you get that? Like name me another place where you can get 38%. In two weeks. So why are people not doing this? <laughs> like, there has to be a reason that people... And, and, the, and the people that I mean, I don't mean us. Because we don't... We're scared of money. I, I'm, and I spe- I'm speaking um, historically for... And not even just a specific race, but culturally, you know, we're, we're scared of money. Um, and so with crypto, obviously it's scary. But why are the big... Warren Buffett's and all these big names in finance, why are they not doing this? Uh, I would say, I think there's a few reasons. One is, again, it resembles 
the dot-com crash. They're old enough to remember stocks going up three, four, five hundred percent and people losing houses and all that stuff because they, they basically over leveraged, bought it at the high, yep. and then they lost. That's the thing. Oh, don't get it twisted. You could lose. Oh, that's the you thing. You could lose a shirt. Yeah. Like hey. you said, like you said, when you send it to me, um, you were giving me information when I kind of reached out to you because I was seeing this shit everywhere on CNN. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I'm hearing about Bitcoin, but I know you kind of been whispering about it for a minute. So it's like, oh, this is that thing you were telling me about. I see it on the <laughs> news now. And you was like, here's some info. So I yeah. did a lot of research. I think I bought, um, I bought Litecoin when it was $400 um, a coin. And I bought, is it Ethereum? Yeah. I, I bought Ethereum when it was $700 a coin. <laughs> Why was I buying coins for seven and four hundred dollars, and I knew nothing about this stuff because I was it was almost a fear tactic that I was like I'm so fearful that I'm going to continue to miss out. I just want to ah, jump FOMO. on. I had FOMO yeah, for yeah. sure, FOMO. and it was like let me jump on. But again, just like people who do wrongly in the stock market, jumping on something high defeats the entire purpose. Buy low, sell high. That's it. Exactly. That's all you got to do. Buy low, sell high. But then we blame it on the market or we blame it on the system and say, oh man, that's, it's fake. But it's like, it's not fake because technically if I would have bought when you first t- start telling me about it, when they were, you know, $80 a coin, then I would have really came out good. So, so here's what I'll say, right? The negative stereotypes about cryptocurrency is it's a scam. Could be some of it. Some of some of them are scams. Uh, there are no real businesses behind these these tokens. Some of them don't. You're right. Some of it is purely speculation. Some of them they come out with a nice white paper and they say they're going to do a bunch of stuff and change the world and they never create anything and run off with a bunch of money. That happens. Uh, they say, well, it's not backed by anything. Like if I buy a stock. At least I know the revenue and the business and the quarterly projections. Like Mm -hmm. with cryptocurrency, like I don't know any of that. Like I'm just buying just to buy. One argument could say that's kind of true. You're right. That 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 could be kind of true. Now I could counter that, but I could but I could see your point. Yeah. Without even countering that, here's what I'll say in return. Cool. If we're talking from an investment perspective, all you got to do is just dig in a little bit, like understand what a few projects are doing, understand some events, understand what you like and what you don't like. And if you have a little bit of change, tad bit of change to, you know, that you're okay with losing, I just don't see any other, any other avenue where you can like, really get these numbers no 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 other place and i will and say before too. but before it gets mainstream yeah that's the thing that's the, yeah so yeah. it's a little sketchy yeah it's a little scary it's super technical like i don't really know nothing but about just like it. the market once it's mainstream you're too late like you're too it, late Drake said it best. if you're reading this Bruh. it's too late Bruh. that's that's true but the issue is we always too late we only we always so bro 2017 early. Now I could have been. I know people that invested way before 2017, yeah. but 2017 was still early. Yep. Early 2017. Before December. I'm having <laughs> like lunch and learns 
I don't had a I don't had a seminar with people around and we talking about blockchain and cryptocurrency. Here's what I did. Here was how much money I made. Like, you know what? Like, if you need me, let me know. Just to, I felt like I just wanted to give it out. Like, look, I done made, at that point, it was probably like 50,000. I done made 50 grand. Like, I ain't have this money. I ain't have no money before this. So like, I just want to give it out. Literally, out of all the people, I'd have probably told like, legit. 30, 40 people. And all the people I told, like three people did it. Three people invested. I mean... Did those three people gain or lose? They gained. And then they lost? And then they lost. So it's just like... It's just <laughs> they like gained a, and then they lost. I mean, honestly, it sounds identical to the regular market. You got to know when to buy in, when to buy out. Same shit. You bought, yeah. you bought, if you bought Tesla when it first IPO, oh you would have... Yeah. Damn! Yeah. You done made all this money. Within the last two weeks, everybody's saying that bitch is going to like twenty dollars. Oh, that'd be right because <laughs> because Elon buy. Musk is a psychopath and he don't know what he's doing. Yeah, right. So if you bought when the when they come out with the new model and you like, damn, he coming out with flamethrowers and he got yeah. SpaceX, and then now literally the whole street is saying that it's gonna go down to like thirty dollars. You like, damn, like and that's when you buy people. That's when you buy. <laughs> like when they go down, you you jump in. Like for example, everybody. Um, for in stocks, let's just talk stocks real quick before we um, segue back. Um, Chipotle IPO initial IPO was uh, twenty two dollars, <laughs> twenty two twenty five dollars. It is currently seven fifty. Yesterday when I checked, if they if you would have bought in, you would have literally like talk about percentages like well over hundred percent, well over two hundred percent, like of just flipping these numbers. But you got it when they went through their whole E. coli scare. Honestly, that's when you stick in. So, like, putting your money anywhere, like you mentioned before, you got to be willing to lose, but you also got to be, you got to truly believe it. Because yeah. I talk to you quite often about this, and you believe in crypto. I do. If you don't believe in it, and this may be your first, your first initial, like, oh, this may be real, take it slow. Like, don't put all your money in there, but really look into it, because you got to believe into this and stick with it. And I will say, too, um, that... It was kind of like a trick question when I asked you why are these, you know, Warren Buffett's, all these different people not doing this. And guys, they secretly are. Like, they're just doing it behind companies. Like, I read <laughs> articles every day about how a different Tesla and all these different big companies, and most importantly, banks, have quietly started making coins Dog. and quietly using Dog. blockchain. Dog, listen, bro. Listen, bro. Jamie Dimon, the CEO of JP Morgan, lost me a lot of money by coming out saying that Bitcoin was a scam. You know what happened? Yep. A bunch of traders I saw that. that worked at JP Morgan was gobbling it all up. Mm, 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 mm. Right? Bill Gates, Warren Buffett come out. <clears throat> Bill Gates. Bitcoin scam. It ain't got no utility. Yep. You know what the fuck Microsoft got now? Yep. They coming out with a motherfucking cryptocurrency. I saw that. That's, that's crazy, right? Facebook. About to drop a cryptocurrency. About to drop about a to cryptocurrency. Like, it's about to change the game after everybody said it was fake. So, listen, so if it's so fake, why are they creating it? You're you right. gotta, you gotta like, you gotta see the smoke and mirrors. Like, Damn, we about to mix the wave. We gonna jump on, bro. You about to? You I about just know to move. We gonna miss this That's wave, bro. It's it's still early. Yeah, it's still there, but they are intentionally trying to draw you off the scent, and then they gonna gobble it all up. And by the time you ready and you comfortable. And it's on CNN again, and it's on Bloomberg again. It's too late. 
All right, how do we do it then? How do we buy in? So I got 5K. Yeah. Oh, wait, let's talk 10K. Let's, let's stick the number. 10 um, bands, 10 bands. So I got 10 bands in my savings account mm-hmm. that has been only gaining me 2.2%. What do I do now? Where, where do I look up prices? How do I put my money somewhere else? How do we do this? How much are you willing to lose? The whole 10 bands? 10 ba- For me personally, if I invest, <laughs> I'm willing to lose everything I invest. All right, so let's, let's, say you're willing, you gotta, yeah. let's say you're willing to lose the 10 bands. Yep. Uh, the first thing I would say is, small plug here, go to my website, jbrantley.com. I literally have a crypto section okay. that has all the specific websites and resources that I use to learn about cryptocurrency where you can go and I kind of detail it where you should start. But long story less long, I would start on like coin market cap just to see what is out there. See what the market is and the coins yeah, available. Just see, just see what it is. You can literally click on one. You can go to their website and look at it like a startup. Look at it like a business. If you were a venture capitalist and you were looking to invest in your boy, uh, or you were looking to invest in, you know, Uber. You would go to their website. You would go to their team. You would try to figure out what they do. I would start there. Okay. Right? If, by chance, you are then comfortable and like, you know what? That is actually really cool. Or, I just, hey, I don't know nothing about none of this other stuff. Hey, but I like Bitcoin. That's all everybody talk about is Bitcoin. I don't yeah. care about nothing else. I just want Bitcoin. Even if that's the case. All right, Cool. Now you got to create an account at an exchange. So similar to the stock market, you would create an account at like E-Trade, right? Or Robinhood. Mm-hmm. For cryptocurrency, you actually can buy now on like Robinhood. And I think E-Trade is coming out with cryptocurrency trading as well. But the main ones that I use that are trusted is either Coinbase or Binance. 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 B I N. A-N-C-E. But I would, I, literally, I would start with Coinbase. Okay. So Coinbase allows you, so two weeks ago, I bought Litecoin. So what you do is uh, you set up your account. You could either link your bank account or if you like, nah, it's kind of shady. I don't know if somebody's going to hack me. You could just wire money from your bank account directly to the exchange. What happens in a day? You see U.S. dollars on your account. And then you look and say, all right, what do I want to buy? Do I want to buy Bitcoin, Litecoin, Ether, whatever it is? And you buy. <laughs> and you buy. It could be that simple. It, we can overcomplicate it. And we but can talk it about is that simple. Yeah, we can talk about buy-ins and you can look at a chart and look when the right time to buy and all this other type of stuff. I would say as of today, which is what, May 20, what is it, May 26, it's, it's still early. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily say that it ain't last, it ain't in December 2017. You ain't buying in then if you were to buy anything. Pretty much everything has gone back down to the bottom of where it all started. Okay. A little bit higher for the most part. So... Yeah, you say you want to buy Bitcoin, you put 10 bands, you say, you know what, I'm going to buy Bitcoin. I would probably say try to space it out instead of just buying one thing, one order, and you buy $10,000 worth of Bitcoin. I would say, you know what, today I'm going to buy $2,000. Because 
Because you don't have to buy a whole coin, correct? You don't have to buy a whole coin. Yeah. You say, today I'm going to buy $2,000 worth of Bitcoin. And then I'm going to check back in like two days. And I'm buying another one. And so that's, they call it like averaging out your price. Mm-hmm. So if it drops, you're not mad. Exactly. You still got money left over. You buy it then. If it drops again, you're not mad. Because I bought it again. And you just average it out to where you don't spend everything at one price. At that point, you could then literally walk away, do nothing, or you can be a little bit more involved. You could say, you know what? I want to take my money off of this exchange because you know a lot of exchanges have gotten hacked over time. I don't want my <laughs> I don't I don't want my coins to just disappear. Yeah. So you could put it on like a on a on a cold wallet, which is like a hardware wallet. It's like a USB drive, I have one basically, of those. right? It's just a USB drive that you put your coins on. There's like web wallets that you can put it on where you can transfer it to. It's just it's held in the air quotes the well, cloud. Let me, let me just help with that though. If you go the route of a hard wallet, like you know, like the USB drive, it's literally cryptocurrency. It's just nothing is physical about it. It's literally just zeros and ones almost like it's numbers and you can uh, once you put your money you can put your money on a usb drive but like that usb drive is your money and so you keep up with that and you can upload it um back onto coinbase because you have to have an online service right when you're doing this um i mean like an online wallet i think is what it's called correct and i'm asking here because i'm not sure so let's say you transfer $10,000 of Bitcoin to your hardware wallet. Okay, yeah. Right? Basically, what happens is Bitcoin today is at $8,000. In five months, you see Bitcoin at $30,000. You're like, you know what? Hey, I done made three times my money. I'm out. I done made almost four times my money. I'm out. Mm-hmm. So I done turned that $10,000 into $40,000, $50,000, $45,000. Mm-hmm. You would then plug in your USB to... Uh, your computer and then say I want to transfer it to this Coinbase address makes sense basically a wallet I want to transfer it to the Coinbase wallet that I already set up some time ago so I want to transfer it back there and then you sell it right then and there it's real money okay real money that you can sell right away you ain't gotta you ain't gotta wait you ain't gotta do nothing it's real money that's what I wanted to um, get an answer to as well. So this isn't like this. It's real currency. It's real. It's real bread. <laughs> like you're not just in the, and it's not the black market. Um, a lot of places are accepting cryptocurrency now as well. Which Whole Foods, I mean, I don't Starbucks. recommend spending it. I don't know if you feel the same way, but I think that's weird as shit to spend currency that's changing while you're in Whole Foods. Like you're in Whole Foods, you walk in with a hundred dollars <laughs> in crypto, but by the time you get to that ratio, it can be worth either more or less and you're yeah. trying to spend it. That's a little iffy and interesting for me. But a lot of different places are accepting cryptocurrency now. It's, so that lets you know that it's, it's happening. It is happening. I think that's the point. It is happening. And when you start seeing brands as Whole Foods is an entity now. Like it is a huge entity. And when these di- big corporations start to accept the movement, then you're still, like you mentioned, it's still time, but unless you start Man, acting you better, soon, you better you better start getting educated. It can be like, yeah, start. And, and even if you ain't buy now, I'm not I'm not advising anybody to buy. This is not investment advice. I'm just saying, look into it. Yeah, That's all I'm saying, look into it because it's an opportunity. 
That's all it is. I'm just I'm just presenting an opportunity. I'm presenting an opportunity to win. So like if I were to <clears throat> if I were to give you real numbers, right? So within this, I want to tell you, I'm you know, I don't said all the rosy shit. I'm yeah. gonna give I'm gonna give you the good, the bad, and the ugly. The good is I started 2017 with fifteen thousand dollars. That wasn't my money. I borrowed it from a credit card because I had good credit and with zero percent interest. So the deal was I had to pay back that credit card fifteen thousand dollars. It was Discover. Payback Discover fifteen thousand dollars. At that point I was willing to risk it, whatever. I ain't got nothing else to lose. Cool. So me, one other guy that was an actual day trader. So I had a day trader at the time, so he actually knew trading and mm -hmm. charts and stuff who was helping out. And then I had another guy that was like super into blockchain. Oh yeah. Uh, my guy, oh yeah. And so he knew like the space. So as a newbie, I'll acknowledge that I had help with somebody that knew the space and somebody that was a trader. So like, <clears throat> I wasn't like super fresh, but I was learning, like they gave me all the tools to kind of learn the same tools that I'm trying to give y'all is the same things that they kind of gave me of like, here's where you start, here's how you pick it up. And so started with the 15 bands. I think we made like, I made like 10 bands uh like less than a month after that so at that point i'm like whoa this is the most money i ever made quick yeah quick before that point i ain't i ain't even save i ain't had no 401 account i ain't have like i ain't have an extra savings account that had more than like 500 dollars yeah <laughs> i'm being honest bro i ain't laughing i'm being honest you. i feel you. so yeah. like ten thousand in a month Real at numbers. my job that's like Three, four months of work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At the time. Realistically. Right? At the time. So I'm like, oh, it's on. So we chopping it up, chopping it up, day trading, doing all this stuff, you know, extra stuff, trying to like get as much as we can from it. And we start seeing coins go from, we seen Ethereum at $50. We seen Ethereum go from $50 to $100. And we just like, damn, that's crazy. We didn't expect that to happen. We still in Litecoin, but we mm -hmm. like, all right, whatever. Litecoin cheaper, so we're gonna stay with Litecoin. Yep. Ethereum go for a hundred dollars to four hundred. Yep. In like a month. We like, ooh. Hey, if we would have bought at 50, that's eight times. Let's do math here. I have fifteen thousand dollars. Uh what is that? Fifteen K times eight? That's a hundred and twenty thousand dollars. Mm -hmm. Real bread though. We're talking real cash. That happened in like three months. You like, damn. That shit went to 400 You know what Ethereum ended up at? Ethereum ended up at like $1,200. You want to do other math? Damn, All I right. should have sold at seven. When I, well, I bought it at seven. I should have sold. <laughs> no, so let's say I had 15 grand and it went to, we've seen it at $50. And it went to, let's just say, $1,200 minus 50. <laughs> Bro, you'd have made so much money. Let's just stick there. You'd have made, yeah, you'd have made a lot, a lot of, of chicken. Yeah. You'd made a lot of chicken. A whole lot of chicken in like five months. So for me, we made, let's just call it like 60000 I made like 60000 personally in Litecoin. And then Bitcoin started going crazy. Yeah. That's, so Bitcoin at the time was $1,500. 
Bitcoin started in December of 2007. No, it was before that. Oh, wow. I'm from like one to three, three to five, five yeah. to seven. It was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Hey, what the fuck going on? Then all of a sudden, all of these other altcoins, they're called altcoins, all these other projects basically mm-hmm. on CoinMarketCap when you go there, they start going crazy. So you start seeing stuff go from like one cent to 50 cents. That don't sound too crazy, but that's 50 times your money yep. in like two days. Right? So we started, so we like, wait, 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 what is happening? So between me, my guy Oye, and my other guy, and two other people, I had in November, probably December, last time I checked, probably like November, December, I had. 200 grand from 15 mm. real money right 200 grand my homie had about 400 grand the day trader had about 1.3 million and my two other homies had about 50 bands each they both started with 15 so theirs wasn't that crazy, but they made $35,000. thirty five grand. Now, the big butt is. That's the good. That's the good. That's the great. The great <laughs> and the good. You didn't walk away with that money. Exactly. Yep, that's let's what it talk is. About I'm like, it. I do. <laughs> hey, let's talk about it. So, it's a lot of hype. CNN, a lot of coverage. Everybody talking about it at Thanksgiving. Everybody talking about it at Christmas. And to be honest, Again, we ain't really had no experience. We ain't really, I mean, we kind of had the knowledge because we picked it up, but like, we ain't really know. We didn't really know what was happening. We ain't never seen a dot-com crash. We ain't never seen a gold rush. So all this, I'm like learning in retrospect yep. of like what a bubble looks like. That yeah, was a bubble. A real bubble, yep. That was a bubble. I couldn't get past it because it was so much money. Nigga, I made $15,000 yesterday. Yep. What you talking about? Ain't no bubble. It's real money. I made $30,000 last month. I don't, I don't care what y'all old people talking about. But it was a bubble. So from 20K when everybody was, you know, refinancing mortgages, trying to get into the game, it just whoo, fell from the sky. And even at that point, everybody, all my, all my, all my circle could have been like, you know what? I'm out. This was good. I got this is real money. We're gonna pay off student loans. The plan was, here's a thought. The thought was, I ain't going to pay off the student loans because I can make more money in the market yep. than the interest is costing me on the loans. Same. I've been so, in that place. Yep. That's a smart decision. Hmm, in retrospect, I probably should have paid off those loans. Right? The other thought was, we about to get, the whole goal is build capital, put it into real estate. All the millionaires, billionaires, corporate, uh, commercial real estate. So we know where it's at. We got to get the cash. We got to get the capital. So the thought is, we going to build up, I think at the time it was like 300, 300K down payment between me and my homies. Once we get that and still got some extra for us to live off of, we out. We never got to that point. We all we had 300K yeah. combined easily. <laughs> But it was like, ah, I don't want to pull out right now. Let me ask you, are you still in the market with the same 15K you started with? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so uh, I didn't lose. I'm still up. 
Okay. Uh, so that was, again, 2017. From 2017, the market, say Bitcoin went from 20K to the lowest was like 3,500. Mm-hmm. So if you bought any time at 3,500, you probably lost some bread. Yep. And anything else, you bought Ethereum at $1,200, you lost a lot of bread. So a lot of people, honestly, either they sold because they knew it was a bubble and made out like a fat cat, or an experience didn't really know, and they kept holding account. on, and all of you know all the gains that they made on paper just went right back down. So you, most you people lost about between I would say seventy to ninety percent of their portfolio. It's a lot of chicken. It's a lot of chicken. So we let's listen. Let's talk real numbers again. Had two hundred bands. I pay for a trip to Africa. I pay for this nice desktop Mac you see. I pay for some business stuff, some some internet, I mean some websites. You know what I mean? I pay for a few things. If so I were, you were if, taking some out just now. Yeah, all but of if, your money? But listen, but if I was if I was a ballpark that 10k maybe max. Which is a good number. Like, you know, I paid off I paid 10k. I paid uh, I paid back the credit card bill, so that's fifteen, so it's twenty five bands, right? That I've like shelled out. Nice, okay. But man, I had two hundred K. You know what I mean? I had two hundred K. In theory. That's still hundred and seventy five thousand yeah. dollars left. What you do with that? Yeah. Right? But so, you didn't <laughs> but you didn't lose. You were literally pulling out little by little Sure. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Sure. You're still thinking about the two hundred. Yeah, it's $175,000 of real money. Okay. Right? So if we go back now, that stack ain't two hundred. <laughs> that stack ain't two hundred at all. Okay. That let stack me, ain't two hundred. Let me ask you this then. So you did a um I think you gave a lot of great information and a lot of real numbers, but let's talk to the everyday consumer, your homie down the street. Our friends who are in us, you know, to a certain extent, living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. Are you saying that, um, would you give any advice on still saying that crypto is something you still need to learn about and still buy into if you only got 50 extra dollars from your check? If you literally only have 100 extra dollars out of the month to play with, you still say play with crypto? So here's what I'll say. Let me preface this by saying this is not investment advice. Okay. <laughs> you cannot get sued. I want to be, be very clear. <laughs> This is not investment advice. But no uh, more big numbers. Let's talk small numbers here. Okay, let's talk. Is it still worth? Let's talk $100. $100. Regardless of how much money it is, you want to grow your money. Yeah. Point blank, period. So if you have $100 extra, what else you going to do with it? That's true. What else you going to do with it? You know what I mean? Like, the only real, <clears throat> for real, we talked about a lot of the other avenues. The only other avenue, that I've like firsthand seeing people make more money than crypto is playing the options game in the stock market. But you have to be yeah. a very sophisticated investor to start playing with options. Yep. So if you are not that, what else you gonna do with it? And pro that's true. That's true. What else you gonna do with the bread? I feel like also, what I've been learning, because I'm more so in the stock market, and what I've been learning is that all the real money is in private investment. So when you are investing in these companies as a early investor before they even 
get their IPO before they go public, that's where you see like astronomical numbers. But I think crypto is giving the world an opportunity to all become private investors truly before they all start blowing up. So you mentioned those um, those altcoins that were like one cent and went to 50. Uh, you know, you you taking that $100 and buying a crap load of coins that are one cent. Hey, brother. You looking at some real numbers there. Brother, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a just say this. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this and end it. I think that I could be wrong. I could be 1,000% wrong. You ain't got to listen to me. I think that this is an opportunity for young millennials, black and brown especially, to really capitalize. Like for real, for real. Like actually, you got $100, cool. You make the 100 to 200. That's how it works. You make the 100 to 200. That 200 turn to 400. That 400 turn to 800. Now you got a stack. From a hundred dollars. Yeah. Now you gotta you got a stack, you can make some chicken. It don't really take that much money. For real, for real. And I'm talking like 20k, 15k, 10k, yeah. all that. But it don't take too much money. I remember <clears throat> I seen like three thousand dollars grow one time to like twenty-four in like an hour. <laughs> I was so ecstatic. I didn't know what, I don't know what was happening, but that's what could happen. Yeah, I, so, I jumped in with a thousand. I don't know where it's at now, but <laughs> <laughs> you can play with small money. But so for me, that's that's all I'm saying. Like okay. you know, you ain't got to believe in. You ain't got to believe in technology. You ain't got. You could think it's a scam. You could think like literally all the negative things about cryptocurrency. I ain't even gonna argue with you about it. That could all be true. Comma. This is an opportunity, an investing opportunity of a lifetime. The way I see it, Litecoin is at, like two weeks ago, Litecoin was at $80. Where I think it's going to be at, I don't know specifically, but more than $100. Yeah, for sure. Bitcoin is at $8,000 today. That same supply and demand thing I was talking about with Litecoin, that's going to happen next year. May 2020 with Bitcoin. I will bet everything in my bank account. Everything. That Bitcoin will be more than $8,000. Yeah. May 2020. For sure. That's all I'm saying. I don't know if it's going to be 50K, 100K, 30K. You're going to be a millionaire. I ain't saying that. But if I had to place a wager, which I am, I'm putting my money where my mouth is. Hey, I think I think you can make some real chicken. Nice. I feel like somebody's gonna walk away feeling a little more comfortable. <laughs> I hope so. All this. <clears throat> I mean, that's the goal, right? That's the goal. The goal is just to get you to research it, just to get you to look into it. Like I ain't saying you know empty out your bank account and go broke, and then you come blaming me because you bought in at the wrong time. I ain't saying none of that. All I'm saying is, hey. That extra money you when, got. When somebody told me, when my homie said, yo, I made 17 bands in three weeks, I said, fam, send me everything Sign you got. Me up, yeah. I don't, hey, I'm in it. I don't know nothing about crypto. I don't know nothing about blockchain. You made how much? Hey, brother, money moved me. 
Yeah. I mean, if money don't move you, cool. If you ain't looking to invest, you ain't got enough to invest. If you, ain't, you know what I mean? That's cool. That's cool. But I'm just trying to do my part. <laughs> That's all I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to do my Saving part. Saving the world one coin at a time. Hey, I'm just trying to do my part, my brother. All right. Bro, you feel like you you look tired, man. Like you just poured your heart out to the world. I just spoke a sermon. Bro, you, you, <laughs> you exhausted. You like... Look, what the what pastor say? You ain't got to... Like, I, I feel you. I feel you on that, though. I, because you're talking with passion, though. And I, I get where it's coming from. You're talking with passion. You're talking with real numbers that you've actually experienced. And I think that it's actually... Um, it's real benefit in this, in this episode and really hearing you talk. Because so often, we get advice from people who ain't never done the shit. Numbers we ain't never really seen. Never. But I talk to you all the time. Cat. And, and these are cap, actual cap. But these are real figures you have really experienced. You really experienced the loss as well. Cause like you talk about all this money you had, but again, that's key word had because had. you did not pull out of the <laughs> pullout game was weak in the market, bro. Word. You had Word. to pull out when you need to pull out. Word. So everybody, and again, focus on that. But obviously you were playing the long game. Um, so and you understand the bubble now. I'm actually on the sideline for everybody who is not in the market yet. And, and like you said, like you, you're not telling everybody to go and buy in today. I'm on the sideline waiting for the bubble to pop again. Not for um, not for crypto, but for me personally, the real estate market. Right now, it is out of the roof, skyrocket. We're due for another recession next year. Yeah. 2020 at the latest. Okay, next year is 2020. 2021 <laughs> at the latest. We're due for a recession and so, therefore, that's that whole bubble popping again. These numbers are so high right now. They have to reset themselves. It's just the way that these systems work. So, I will be sitting my butt on the sideline <laughs> for the bubble to pop before I get uh, before I buy in again. So, I mean, that's the that's the thing, right? Just whatever it is, whatever whatever you're invested in, you want to buy a salon, you want to buy a barbershop, you want to get into index funds, mutual funds, you want to get into real estate. You got to be knowledgeable. Yeah. Point blank. Period. You got to know what you're doing and that's all we're saying whatever it is just know it just 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 look into it understand it and then go for it a couple youtube videos you'll be there you gotta risk it to get the biscuit yeah <laughs> it's big facts not them popeyes biscuits. <laughs> you're gonna chuck on your investment <laughs> uh but um thank you guys for listening man this was uh i hope it was beneficial for someone um if you have any questions Please feel free to reach out to me directly. So that's through Instagram, text, call. Again, my site, jbrantley.com, actually has a crypto resource section that actually goes through, again, not any investment advice, just like publications, websites, things that I went to to learn more about it. So, uh, again, I'm always available. Thank you for joining, uh, and I will see you next month. Thanks, Larry. Appreciate it. <laughs>